Hello and welcome to Life from Court, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I am your host, Pat Serrano, and my guests today are... I am Drew Current. And I'm Kathleen butler Places. Yeah, back Yay. again, still in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, Here still. we are. Yep. Just li- yep. trying our best. Trying our yep. best. We we really are. I threw up my back this week, so that's been interesting. Totally. That sucks so hard. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. It's like, that, that's... I, I was lazy before, but yeah. now it's a whole other level. It's like you're being punished for exercising. Right. It's true. At least you don't have to, like, you You don't have to go anywhere anyway. So That's true. So It's not like you're missing out. It's like, why not I watch looked into buying. Lifetime? Have you seen those, like, tilt tables where you can, like, screw your feet into it and then just, like, tilt yourself upside down and it, like, stretches your back out? Whoa. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. I've, like, been done. I saw them on, like, Walmart.com for, like, 130-something dollars and nearly bought one. But then I was like, where am I going to put this giant-ass table in my house so I can hang upside down like a bat? I don't know. <laughs> hey, you know, we're all in our home, so we got to make keep it interesting. Yeah. I would do that twice, maybe, and then I would never do it again, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, just a fun, fun tip for you. <laughs> there you go. I'll try anything at this point. Yeah. To get this back back together again, so get it back together. Get that back together. Patty whack. Get yourself to. I I don't know why I thought a knickknack patty whack would go there, but here we are. (laughs) The bump exactly. So we're back again. Kathleen is back in the not in the studio, uh, doing a Zoom call. So I'm on a different side of the table this time, which is yeah. Like you got that side view, baby. I see. (laughs) Yes. Uh, my internet is unstable, so that makes me nervous. But, uh, you know, I'll catch on to whatever's happening, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, you we'll know, figure it out. I'm only the host of the show. <laughs> so, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely miss being in the studio, for sure. So, all right, Drew, we're going to start off. I'm going to have a little clip, sound clip for you that I'm going to just play on my iPad into my microphone. Uh, very okay. high tech over here at Livestream and Court. And uh, yeah. I want you to guess what it is, and then that's your clue for what the movie is about. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Is it about a singer? Yes. Yes. What, and what kind? Uh, is it a um? Uh, I don't know. R R and B, an R and B singer? No, no. But that's sort of the crux of the the problem in this movie. Yeah, that's oh, that's okay. the devil's music. This is gospel music, Drew. Oh, yes. gospel. Okay. The first ladies of gospel. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Okay. So we're not talking about that secular music. Is that what they call it in no. the movie? Or is that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're like, Mm-mm, yeah, wait, secular. We're, we're we're doing gospel. We're not doing secular. Yeah. There's they're doing the God's devil's work. Music. They're doing yeah. the God's mm-hmm. work. Uh, so the mm-hmm. movie God's today, music. it was a big, big hit for a lifetime. All of Black Ooh. Twitter was was a tweeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And me, and I was like, my tweets aren't yeah. funny. Their tweets are my, hilarious. Uh, <laughs> 
my <laughs> husband is black and he told me I wasn't allowed to watch this movie without a black person present. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that would have really benefited me in my uh, stay at home so- situation. A black husband. <laughs> for sure. Well, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah, <laughs> definitely for this movie because it's so the movie we're talking about here. Let's jump into that part because you don't even know yeah. yet. It's called no The Clark Sisters, The First Ladies of Gospel. Oh, okay. The it Clark stars. Uh, let me try to read this name: Anju Anjuanu and A A U N J A N U E. I think it's just Anjuanu. Oh. That's easy. Yeah. I think it's ingenue like the character type, but spelled differently. Okay. Ingenue. But maybe uh, I'm an asshole because I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> maybe Ellis, maybe you she, are. Maybe you she's are. from Broadway, right? She's, well, she's like a Tisch School of the Arts. She's done a bunch of like, she did like Birth of a Nation and um, When They See Us. She's done like, she's like a legit, really freaking good actor. Okay. Yeah. I was getting that vibe. I'm like, she shouldn't be on she Lifetime. Feels, yeah, she's she's no Candace Cameron Bray. Yeah, I'll tell what's you that going much. On here? I don't like this real <laughs> acting business. Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, like taking a Meisner class. This right. is not. <laughs> also stars Raven Goodwin and Ronnie Rowe, among many, many others. Yeah. Most of the cast crew is a POC, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think there's like a bus driver who's like a white person. And then, oh, like, okay. two smarmy record executives who are oh, like, oh, obviously white. <laughs> yeah. As I was scrolling through the cast, uh, right when you said that, I came across uh, Bus Driver. Chris Gleason. Oh, huh. shout out to Chris. <laughs> you know? Uh, he's doing his thing, being a bus driver. And sure. it was pretty. Oh, and also, one of the women is played by her daughter, Karen. Karen Oh, Clark. really? The woman who played her is her actual daughter in real life. Okay, that's awesome. Fun trivia right. fact. And it was produced by Queen Latifah and Missy Elliott and Mary J. Blige. Oh, Which wow. is why okay. it's heads and tails above the rest of Lifetime. True. They have all the money from all the all the singer, songwriter, mm-hmm. rappers. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sure Ashanti threw in a couple of dollars. <laughs> Just like they had a meeting. <laughs> yeah. Like really good review or rating. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, this this group, I guess, is very famous um, mm-hmm. within the gospel, within the Christian community. Like they're like the number one. Yeah. Group. Oh, okay. Blessed and highly favored. Like I, I'm only sort of casually into gospel. Like I'll get into your casual, like Winans family. I'll do, you know, Donnie McClurkin. I'm staring at blank faces. Uh, I know do... Men- Mendiza. <laughs> I know Mendiza. From, okay. From American Idol. I'll do um, a Marvin Sapp. I'll do a Richard Smallwood. But I only kind of get the <laughs> just blank I, I don't know. Any but, of that. but like, so I only know sort of the, the hits. And Bless and Highly Favorite is, is the only Clark Sisters one that I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Sorry, but they are a huge deal. So frozen right now. A very huge deal. <laughs> <laughs> they are like the, the Jackson 5, which comes up a lot in this movie. They are like the Jackson 5 Just of gospel. Okay, great. Now, now I think I see you. That was oh, no, whatever you said. I'm sure it was great. Oh, no, my Zoom call <laughs> totally failed. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh-oh. I'm back. Patrick's oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry, the Zoom call just failed. Did you guys hear a doorbell sound when I came back in? No. I did not. 
Weird. I just saw a thing pop up that said Patrick Serrano is now the host. And I was like, I, I thought he was the whole time. I thought he was. Hey, I guys. thought he was. Oh, no. Did I stage I, a coup? And then I am back. <laughs> get overthrown. Okay. Sorry about that. So, yes. Gospel music, all the things, lots of trivia to be had. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And basically, you know, Lifetime doing, doing like a Lifetime-y biopic movie. They're usually really bad. So this was not Britney happily never after or whatever it was called. Uh, Britney something ever after. I wish I had seen that one. It includes none of Britney Spears music. And oh, they can't afford it. Babe. No singing. <laughs> well, like, to be maybe, fair, Britney doesn't really sing either. So That's true. Uh, there's also an Aaliyah one that was really bad. A Whitney Houston mm. one that was really bad. None of them include, included the music. This was all about the music. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that's what makes it a little different than normal lifetimey movie. And yeah. everyone in it is so freaking talented. Exactly. Yeah. Like the singing on here was it was amazing. It literally opens with one of the women just going like mm and like singing an mm and then in the in a way that like no one has ever sung one before. And then just all five of them have essentially a riff off but not even like in a way that is competitive with each other just in a way that it's like oh no this is very easy for me and i'm doing something more vocally impressive than you could ever imagine oh mm-hmm. you did that cool i'm gonna do the same thing just effortlessly right nice it's not like a christina aguilera riff because know. that feels labored <laughs> yeah. christina riffs feel labored they are amazing but they feel like labored <laughs> this <Yep>. felt like <laughs> It just came out, and that's just literally because they're anointed by God. I was gonna say, and it's just that's came Christ, right that's through. That's Christ coming out. Yes, know, that's, that's that. That's that Christ voice. It really Christ is, voice. though. But yeah, so the movie actually does start off yeah. with like amazing singing, and that's when I knew Drew. I was like, this movie yeah. is not your typical no. lifetime movie. Like, no, all right. I haven't seen singing like this since uh, Joyful Noise with. Dolly Parton, <laughs> Queen Latifah. <laughs> okay. So this is some good stuff. So we cut to, there's five sisters. They're the Clark sisters. Mm-hmm. The, we cut to the little Clark sisters. They're like in their little house being mm-hmm. woken up in the middle of the night by their mom. Their mom's name is Maddie Moss, Dr. Maddie Moss. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's like, girls, get up and, and sing these harmonies right now. They're like, she's like pulling them out of bed. And I was like, what is happening and they're like, mm-hmm. she like plunks out the notes and she, they, they like sing it perfectly, but they're all like half asleep. Like, can we go back to bed? And then they're like, oh, I can't even do yeah. Which even. apparently I read this article yeah. afterwards. Apparently Dr. Clark is, was like the pioneer of like a traditional gospel three-part harmony. Cause like classical choir, it's like, you've got your soprano, your tenor, your bass, and it's like very square, mm-hmm. but this like gospel, like joy, 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 like <laughs> that, like three part harmony. Apparently she was the pioneer of, Okay, which is why when oh. I thought it was weird that she was like in the line was like, this three part harmony came to me. And I was like, okay, that's specific. <laughs> You're like three part harmony. Come on. I do that all the time. Yeah. Uh, Thanks to her, baby. But yeah, she she created that harmony. So, and that's what I mm-hmm. in the promos and stuff. Like they did like an interview with like Missy Elliott and like yeah. uh, Queen Latifah, and they're like the harmonies. Like our music wouldn't be what it is without the Clark sisters' Mm-mm. harmonies, like influencing us. So yeah. this is like early seventies, Drew. Like 
maybe late 60s when they're kids. Yeah, I think because that there was no three part harmony before. No, there then? was, but like the specific okay. like style of it, the gospel oh, gotcha. style. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. I was like, I'm pretty sure there's three, four. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure we've been doing that for a long time since like since, me- since music. But yeah. think music like happened. think like Jackson Five era. If you're thinking yeah. of a yeah. time period, so we flash. Like, oh, sorry. Oh no. I was just it's like we had we've had like the tight little like Andrew sisters harmonies and we've had like different styles but mm. this specific like distinct harmony yeah, I got you right so we flash forward to like 1973 the sisters are killing it in church they're like doing their harmonies like they're like mm-hmm. everybody's just like oh man these girls are really good yeah and their mom's like standing like behind them, like watching them. Like she's like momager. She's like Chris Jenner of this time. Mm-hmm. Is the vibe I'm getting? Yeah. <laughs> and on 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 Twitter, everybody was like, "Oh my god, Matt, uh, Maddie Moss is amazing." I'm like, she seems mean. I don't know about this one. I disagree. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh! Yes, I disagree. Because that's the thing is they, it's. You can tell that the character is, and they do mention Joe Jackson a bunch. Yeah. Like, the character is supposed to be, like, this abusive, like, show parent. Mm -hmm. But, like, and she's not, certainly not a warm and fuzzy person. But I feel like because Anjanou Ellis is playing her so freaking nuanced, you can still tell that she loves those girls so much. Right. And she's like, I I don't know. I'm upset. I want her to win an Emmy. That's all I'm saying. Hey, I mean, I, also, I think it's possible. I'm recording on a very fancy microphone, which might pick up the sound of me replenishing my Cosmo from a shaker. So if you hear that, that's just. Hey, that's part of I mean, it's part of it. I can hear it. So I hope well, listeners can hear it because it's making me want a, want a martini real bad. Well, yeah, it makes send one. Okay. Bad. Sorry. So continue. We now we now have the sisters, so I'm going to run through who the sisters are because the last time we had this many sisters was Pride and Prejudice Atlanta, and uh, you got to just run it through for Drew at the top. So we have the mom, of course, Doctor Maddie Maddie Moss. She's the mom. Mm -hmm. We also have Jackie. She's the oldest sister. She's like a nurse or something in her day job, Mm -hmm. and then she sings in the chorus. And And she has a different dad that doesn't get explained fully. Right. But she's like a little bit less. This should have been a mi- mini series. This thing should have been like five episodes. There was but... so much in- information impacted into yeah. this that I was like left with more questions oh. than answers. Yes. Uh, so Denise, she's the sex, sex, sexually Sexual active one. one. Yeah. She's like the okay. wild child. She was yeah. my favorite, of course. Uh, we have Twinkie, who seems like the favorite because she plays piano. Mm-hmm. And so, also, they don't explain until I don't know an hour and forty five minutes into the movie that they call her Twinkie because she had a twinkle in her eye or something. <laughs> right? Like, Why are we calling this adult woman Twinkie? <laughs> so well, I, I need I need an origin story for that. They call yeah. her Twinkie because she'll last. She'll last even in the apocalypse. Hey, I think she would. You know what? She she's a strong woman. Mm-hmm. And then we have Karen, who is played by Karen's daughter, mm-hmm. and Dorinda. And they aren't very notable at this time. No. In the movie. Oh, no, you're frozen. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but uh, I said they're not very notable right now because yeah. we have to get to the other sisters. Yeah, we do. So, okay. 
we then have, uh, I guess Maddie Moss is like running rehearsal and in the rehearsal, she's like no gum, Mm -hmm. which is like very standard rehearsal trope. Yeah. No guns, no gum, (laughs) no guns, no gum. They also like, because Lifetime usually has the like really inaccurate things of like, you know, especially in ones about like the school play or the ballet company that are, you know, like it's always like really unrealistic. And most of this was except for their rehearsal in which no one is giving us given a starting pitch and this whole choir. And she just goes, okay, one, two, three. <laughs> and then they just all sing different notes, obviously. And, uh, and then they're yelled at. <laughs> Okay, one, two, three. Hallelujah! <laughs> yeah. Uh, my mic totally fell, by the way. You're going to have to edit that edit that out. Sorry, Drew. It'll be a spike. Okay. Um, Do you want us to clap again? Right. No, he'll hear that because that fell like on my computer. Anyways, um, so Maddie, Mo- Maddie Moss is like controlling her daughters with the singing, but behind the scenes, she has a, a husband who's a pastor. And he mm-hmm. is like no good, Drew. He he's like he's, the, the Joe Jackson. He's yeah, he's a villain. He's abusive. Mm. He's like verbally abusive, and then he like mm-hmm. physically gets like up in Maddie Moss's face, and mm-hmm. then I guess Jackie, one of the daughters, like comes and she's like, yeah, it's Jackie. "Don't talk to my mama like that." And he's like, "You're not even like, you're not even my daughter." And he just yeah, because she's the, the sh- one from the other one. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and she was about to call the police, and then he smacked her. He backhands her and yeah. like Maddie kicks out the, the husband or does she kick the daughter out? Well, the the daughter is like, you know what? I'm out. Mm-hmm. So she moves out. She's mm-hmm. like, I cannot be in this household anymore. I'm a nurse. I have a job. I'm going to go just be by myself. I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then they cut to the hospital of her and her nurse's outfit. And then. The mom is like, so I'm divorced. And that's the thing where, like, this is a mini series because, like, we go from seeing her getting hit for the first time to, like, being divorced in the, like, the next scene. Right. But, I mean, that's how <laughs> Which I be, wish, right? I wish it worked that fast. <laughs> but, like, you know. For real. I, had, like- to, I had to like, keep, because I DVR'd it. I had to, like, let the commercials run because I needed, like, time and space to decompress <laughs> in between some of this stuff. Totally, totally. <laughs> you need those commercials for this one because, yeah, it is yes. true. It, it is abrupt. So I was like, "Are they divorced?" I'm like, "They got to be." He's that's unforgivable. Yeah. Well, and she's like, "So I thought about it, and I left him." But it's <laughs> like it, it goes over like it's literally the next scene. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this movie is moving like lightning, lightning speed for yeah. real. So literally four minutes ago, she woke up with the harmonies for the babies. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. This is all like the first five oh, okay. first five minutes. Yeah. So then, oh, then they're in like wow. the recording studio. They're like doing stuff and like they sound really good. And anytime they're singing, Drew, they sing an entire song. So this And it's also the best singing you've ever heard in your life. Yeah. It's not like annoying singing or like a sing it it what not like a Marie Osmond in the Christmas movie where she sang like five Christmas songs. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like <laughs> actually good singing and you're like, Oh, I like this song. Yeah. Or you like Now is it? Oh, is sorry. it the actor, the the actors yes. like, singing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think at the end, I think it's, I think at the very end, they, they just play the actual Clark sister singing, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like a lot of it is the actual actresses singing. And apparently that was a like 
the director because I did a deep dive. And by that, I mean, I read by that. I mean, I read one article. Um, Mm -hmm. The director who also went to Tish is was very passionate and is a lady director. Yes. Queens doing it from themselves. Good. Was very passionate about getting like lesser known actresses who can actually sing their faces off Mm -hmm. than and like good for her because they also were good actresses. Yeah, I mean, I believed all of these actresses, and I haven't uh, haven't seen them before, so I was like, "Oh, these are people that yeah, I should probably like, the know." The one who played um, the slutty one, Nisi, mm-hmm. yeah, Nisi. Um, I think she's been in a bunch of stuff, but like, she's been you know a side character in a bunch of things. Yeah, she definitely was my fave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just because she was a slut, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not because she, nah. you know, I, I, I took some notes on some some Denise quotes later. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait. So the Clark sisters start touring because, you know, this movie's going a mile a minute. They're touring. And mm-hmm. Karen, we finally learn, uh, is the shy one. So she's shy, yeah. but she has the best solo voice. Mm-hmm. So her mom's like, mm-hmm. you better get out there and sing, Karen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love her just like, okay. yelling at Karen. She's like, Karen! But also in the way that this movie like moves a mile a minute. So it's like one of those things is now like probably the third song in the movie. Yeah. And they're like, all, yeah, and so they're, they're at some big like gospel conference or something. I don't know. All the performances are like blurring together in my mind plot mm-hmm. wise, but the mom is out there singing too. And she's, and she does the thing where she's going to pass it off to Karen unbeknownst to Karen. And it's one of those like you, but, and the song I think is about like not being shy or something, you know, like letting it out. And so, mm-hmm. and, and so she's like, I'm going to pass it to you. And then Karen, it was, it was like, she was about to do the iconic Lauren Hill in um, the sister act to joyful, joyful. Yes. And the final performance where like the the keyboard has to start twice. They do the da 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 da, and she won't sing because she's too shy. And then she does it again. And then she goes joyful, and then like ramps into it. But they didn't have time for that, so Karen only did like one thing, which was like her shy voice. But it was really like once again some of the best vocal music you've ever heard in your life. And then within four seconds is just fully screlting it out. Oh, yeah. A sc- sc- Drew, sc- a screlt is um, a belt and a scream combined. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I forget that you don't speak gay sometimes. Right. And I- That's what I figured. You know, <laughs> That's what I figured. Drew doesn't know that gay lingo, but he learns it all on this podcast. So- we have I to think I knew that one. Right. Okay, good. Proud of you. He's good. So backstage, <laughs> while Karen's having her moment, uh, Maddie Maddie Moss is like haggling with the producer, like the venue yeah. producer. She's like, "This is not enough money. Like, we sold out this whole amphitheater, and you're giving me this. Like, this is not going to happen." She's like, "Going." Yeah. She's like, "Mom, momager, all the way." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just imagine it being 1970 something or late. Yeah, this is the 70s. Yeah. Also, the clothes and the wigs in this movie are fantastic and like you could tell the the year they're in by the wig yeah you, the, like it's the wigs just, were good for a lifetime movie and this is and this is and i was like and the clark sisters are not tiny women and they and so some like i am also a big old lady and when i get into a costume fitting for a musical they're just like ah, i don't know maybe we'll just like put this bed sheet on you and like fasten it with a rope. Ah, I can't. Oh, I God. don't know. 
And so, like, and so, like, big women are often given the shaft in these situations. Mm -hmm. These women were dressed impeccably, tailored, perfect to the decade. Like, it was flawless. And that is because you have Queen Latifah and Missy Elliott and Mary J. Blige as producers. They're not going to let that shit slide on their watch. Yeah, they're going to put... They're gonna put some dough to that. Well, oh and they my probably God, know they good, good costume designers and yes. good like production. And I don't designers. know. And I mean, they're performers, an actual, like like person performers. who does black hair and makeup, which oftentimes is overlooked. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Just movies. go watch a Hallmark movie, and you'll see the tragedy oh that is uh, black people <laughs> up there. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's bad because they have like the person who's doing Campus Cam Gray should not be touching. Tia Mowry's wigs. No, but they are over at Hallmark because they, they're like, oh, yeah. it's just hair and makeup. Yeah. It's just makeup and hair. It's like, yeah. it, it's actually different based yeah. on skin tones and, you know. Oh, I once again went on a long tangent, but just thinking of like what it would have been like to be not only a woman trying to deal with like a venue owner in that mm-hmm. day, but to be a black woman in that day, right. trying to get compensated correctly for your work. Well, and God. that's what she comes Tough. up across this because uh, mm-hmm. Maddie Moss handles the business side of things, Drew. So, like, mm-hmm. and at, at every turn, they're like, "Where's your husband? Like, who? Why yeah. are we talking to you? Like that type of vibe." Yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, when Maddie Moss isn't freaking out on producers or like yelling at people on stage, she's also like yelling at her daughters, like behind the scenes because my take on this is different than (laughs) Kathleen's I thought this mom was so mean she like uh smacks Denise in the face my my favorite Denise because she was out (laughs) drinking and partying and having a good time with some boys and Denise's panties were hotter than the devil in hell so Mm -hmm. you know she had to go Mm -hmm. yeah and okay (laughs) But yeah, do they I, get in a big fight. Yeah. And do like, I condone like, child abuse? You know, oil and water. They do not get along. Yeah. I do not condone child abuse. I'm just saying, I think for the most part, she was just like stern and protective of those girls. And then just like snapped that one tight because Nisi like was being kind of an asshole. Right. Well, and also, spoiler alert, later Drew, uh, Denise ends up having like seven kids out of wedlock. <laughs> yeah. So you know, maybe the maybe the mom the mom was right to like be a little protective, a little bit concerned about all different all different fathers. I don't know. So, unclear. We could probably look that up. It, it's not looking good. It's right. Not looking good. Yeah. And that was not a major plot point. That was Jesus. a major plot point. It was like, how are we going to not even sell this Christian music, but like, how are we going to be ta- taken seriously in this community if you have this baby from who knows who? Right. Mm. So that yeah, it's problem. like you know affecting their family, but it's also affecting yeah. their business. And but the we next all know morning, they're Maddie all Moss having yeah, yeah. But the next morning, they're having breakfast. <laughs> Sorry, my husband's coughing. I'll just wait till he's done. Great. <laughs> oh no! Cool. Oh no! Is he choking? <laughs> oh no! It's from weed. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> oh, okay. That'd be great for he my back right now. He doesn't have um. Kobe, but okay, uh, we should probably edit that out. Um, okay, she, um, no, oh, the next morning though, and that was just something falling off a music stand. Cool, hey, you know, it, it's we're recording from home, okay? What, what can you ask? Things, things are gonna happen, we're not in the studio. Yeah, so the next morning, the four sisters and the mom are like 
quietly eating breakfast and Nisi comes down after coming in late and getting bitch slapped by her mom. And she comes down in this glorious like nightgown and um, is eating breakfast. And then they have like a nice little heart to heart. And then the mom fixes her breakfast. So it's like she does care. You're right. You're right. I'm just sensationalizing this. Totally. (laughs) Well, it's meant to make her look like mean, but. I know, but it, but it seemed like to me on Twitter that everyone was like, yes, you slapped the shit out of your daughter. She's a hoe. I'm like, wow, Twitter is like, Jesus. Twitter is so on board with this. And I'm like having concerns about this. Poor, uh, my poor Denise. So not to be upstaged, Dorinda, the other sister who we don't care about, really, she gets engaged. Um, but... She's, like, still rehearsing with her sisters, like, five hours a day. Yeah, like, we don't really care about this engagement. They just needed to be like, this happened. Mm-hmm. And Dorinda, like, then I'm like, oh, okay, Dorinda's married. Mm-hmm. She has a personality trait now, which is married person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but Maddie, uh, Maddie Moss is getting, like, upset because they're, like, they're treating, I think they, they're saying, like, she still treats them like children. She's like, fine, mm-hmm. you know what? If you don't want to be adults, then uh, I'll handle the business side. And Twinkie, you handle the artistic side. Like, I'm done with this and all your drama mm-hmm. and everything like that. So Twinkie, the one that plays the piano, now she's going to write the songs and handle, like, the, the artistic direction of the mm-hmm. group. Mm, gotcha. So they're, like, continuing to rehearse and travel and blah, blah, blah. But Karen, they're, like, backstage, and Karen gets approached by a producer, and he's like, hey, you're the best singer. You're so shy and singy. Uh, <laughs> you should, like, uh, do a solo thing like Diana Ross or something. And she's like, uh, I'm going to pass on that, I think. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and he's like, oh, hey, Twinkie, uh, you write all these songs. Why don't you, like, sell me your your whole library of songs, your catalog. Mm-hmm. And she does. Which was, twi- so Twinkie and um, Nisi just make poor decisions. <laughs> Nisi's are in the sex department and Twinkie's are in business. Mm-hmm. And I a little bit her mom was later. supposed to handle that shit. Well, she should have because she also, so she gets a Lincoln, like she drives up in this like nice brand new Lincoln, mm-hmm. which I don't know if in 1980, once again, this movie was very fast. So it's either late 70s or 80s. That was like the hot car. But it feels like if you just sold everything for like a pretty solid Toyota, which I mean, <laughs> not bad, but <laughs> hey, hey, I love my, I love a Toyota. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm driving a 2012 Ford Focus with uh, a lot of things that are wrong with it, but. I don't know. All I do know is, like, the one thing you're not supposed to do as a writer is, like, sell your rights away. Right. And her mom is pissed off about it. Yeah. She's like... Because the only way you make money is if other people... You know, that's why, like, all of the, like, members of O-Town now have day jobs. Right. Because they didn't own any of their music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Twinkie is like devastated because her mom like Sorry leans to bring into O-Town her. into this. I don't know. Hey, O-Town, you know, I hope they're okay. But Listen, whoever wrote Liquid Dreams is making the money, not O-Town. Right. Mm. So Denise is like, oh man, I really, I have like lost out on all this money. It's going to affect me. It's going to affect my kids. It's going to affect my grandkids because now I have no library. So uh, mm-hmm. she's going to like write new songs 
Um, but this time they're going to be like a little more funky, a little more like Stevie Wondery. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And they like, sh- they like come up with the idea and they send it to Maddie Moss. And she's like, I'm not into this, but the radio stations are, and it becomes like a hit, whatever the song was. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, but they, uh... they start wearing furs now and they're like mm-hmm. selling out all over the U S. So it's like, I don't yeah. know. Chicago theater. Oh, out. we skipped over one scene because it was pretty incon like inconsequential, inconsequential. But I need to mention it because it was one of my favorites. So, like, one of the main divides between the girls and their mom was that the mom was very strict about like we will not be doing the devil's music. This is this is for God. This is not for money. This is not for anything else. This is for the praise of God. And Karen shows Karen's the, no, not Karen. Who's the nurse? Uh, the oldest one. Uh, Jackie. I think it was Jackie. Oh, I don't remember. But one of the daughters comes up and knocks on the door. And this is after like they've kind of parted ways as the mom being the manager for a while. She knocks on the mom's door and the mom slams the door in her face. And you think it's be- because of an artistic thing. And then she comes back to the door in a skirt and the mom opens it because she- they're not allowed to wear pants. <laughs> and so <laughs> and the and the girl's like, well, I have to wear them for work. And the mom's like, she said, I don't know what them don't know God folks do, but we, <laughs> I love the phrase don't know God folks, but yeah, we do not wear pants in my house. We do not wear pants. No pants allowed. Why? Is that, was that a thing? I yeah. Guess. Is that a thing? Like apostolic Baptists. Um, there's some other like, like forms of Christianity oh. where you're not allowed to wear uh, pants if you're a woman. I don't understand any of that shit. Right. Yeah. So we cut to <laughs> the, the Grammy performance God, now. Because uh, I guess Which, it's... Yeah, so they make it... To, sorry, I keep cutting you off because I'm like obsessed with this movie. No, because, that's good. Because this is also one of the, the points in which I was like, I, Dr. Clark is the hero of this movie and she's lovely. Because they're like having one of their rehearsals where you think the mom's about to yell at them again. And she's like... And she does, like, start off, like, and then we're going to have to practice this because we're going to sing it at the Grammys or something like that. Like, she, that's how mm-hmm. she brings it up. But, like, as a fun little, like, see, we're doing something great. And then they all, like, Grammys. lose it because they're going to the Grammys. And at that point, I cried for the first or second time <laughs> in, the men, oh. in the many times I cried in this movie. <laughs> okay. Mm, okay. Well, I thought she didn't know what a Grammy was and she didn't care about the Grammys. But... No, she was setting them up so that they could all celebrate together. And I was so proud of them. Yeah, so they all do sing together at the Grammys. Um, it, we don't actually see, like, I think we see, like, a little bit of the actual real Grammy performance here. Mm-hmm. Um, but And the mom sang with them, too. Yeah, she sang with them, which is a big thing mm-hmm. because the church is, like, frowns upon that because she's mm-hmm. out for herself to get fame. She's not out for, like, spreading the word of, of the yeah. gospel. Because then we come to my so favorite scene in this movie, and it's Dr. Clark coming into a room and sitting across from a long table of, like, five bishops in the church, mm-hmm. all men, and they basically tell her, like, like, we saw you at the Grammys and that you can't be, like, doing that. Like, that's not for God and you can't be there around all those secular people and blah, 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 blah. And so you either have to resign as, like, whatever her rank was in the church. Like, you either have to resign or you have to stop singing with your daughters. 
captain? Yeah. Was it admiral? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then she delivers this incredibly powerful monologue that I think she should win an Emmy for. Well, I was going to say, if, if she submits anything to Emmy, this should be the clip. Yeah. It's so powerful. And it's like another one of those things where you brought back to like, A, being a, a woman, being a black woman in that time, and then in the church too, like, ugh. And then that's when I paused the movie and had a 20 minute discussion with my husband about like why the church doesn't like ambition. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and like the one point that I think was like, well, because like people think that like when you get famous and like you're around all these things, like, like, and that's the thing is like our girl Nisi was already like cutting up and had a kid out of wedlock and did some stuff like do you think if they were at the grammys and stevie wonder's bassist offered them to coke she wasn't gonna do it of course she was right it's gonna take her away from god so i think that was their point but mostly it was misogyny mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and in a- and like feeling inadequate and not liking that a woman accomplished all of this well and then she doesn't actually perform with her daughters ever again right no yeah, so she, she takes that option. She's like, we're still going to tour and do whatever, and I won't perform. Yeah. I don't care. Like, they're killing it. Oop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> microphone was falling again. <laughs> it's so I, we all don't do the don't know God cocaine. Yeah, but right. it's also like, and it, it's frustrating <laughs> because this woman, like, li- like these girls would have been a thousand times more monetarily successful if she had let them do R&B. Totally. She literally was like, she wouldn't let them wear pants. Like this was for God. This was not for her ego. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure maybe there was a part of it that was like, because we're human, but I don't know. That scene made me very angry and I cried there too. (laughs) That was the second cry of the movie. So Denise, <laughs> back to my girl Denise, she's still the black sheep of the family and she refuses to sign her new contract because they're all going to re-up their contracts with mm-hmm. the record label. And she's like, you know what? I'm not doing this. I want to do something for myself and I don't want to be like the Clark sisters. I want to be Denise. Okay? Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. be Denise doing my Denise thing. And her sisters are like, you're hard to love and we uh, like we love you, but you're like really hard to love at this moment in time. Yeah. And nobody like has her back and she like leaves the conference room and she's out of the group now. Yeah. Mm. So that made me really sad because Denise is gone. But also she kept messing things up. Like my husband called her the one that keeps fucking everything up. So. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> she's Michelle Williams. <laughs> She was the show. No, she was the Latoya Luckett. Oh, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> so, tw- or wait, Latavia? Uh, now I gotta look up. I know who, who you mean. That? I think Lato- the ousted member of there is one of the ousted members. Latoya is one of them for sure. Okay, um, I believe her last name was Luckett. <laughs> the next one to leave the group is Twinkie because she meets a man and she runs Ugh. off with this man and her new husband. And, and he's like a good for nothing. Like he, he is a piece of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, I just found. Well, yeah. So, but I am grateful because this, this, this is finally when we find out why her name is Twinkie. Because, because she introduces him herself to him. And he's like, huh? Tell me about that. And then I was like, oh, thank God. And then once again, because this movie moves so fast, cut to, <laughs> this is my husband. I'm leaving the group and moving away from you. 
Yeah. And then we get a very dramatic scene of Twinkie leaving the mother. And because, you know, Twinkie plays the piano and all the stuff. And she's like, she tells her mom, like, you, like, I need you as a mother. You need me as like a piano player. That was hard. Mm -hmm. It was emotionally charged this scene because also she's, she comes to the mom's house and she's like oh yeah I'm marrying this piece of shit and I'm moving for him to and they're in Detroit South Carolina like, or something South Carolina uh, Carol- somewhere in the somewhere very far away from Detroit and he's like she's the mom's like oh did he get a job down there like what's going on and she's like no <laughs> this man doesn't even have a job and she is leaving her sister's and some musical fame to be with this piece of shit mm-hmm. with no job. Yeah. And her mom basically like grabs onto Twinkie. She's like, don't leave. Like you're pulling a bullet. Mm-hmm. You're putting a bullet through this family is what I, what I wrote down. Uh, and Twinkie's husband has to come in and like pry Maddie off of her. Not like, pry. This man shoves. Oh, Dr. Maddie Clark shoves and drags Twinkie out of the house. Yeah. And this scene was so enraging that I just found on the black Twitter that someone found this man on like Facebook. Oh no. (laughs) And DM'd him. Why did you push Dr. Maddie? Like the real guy. Yeah. The actual person. Oh my God. And then people like, so like this person DM'd him oh, and then a bunch of other people like found and like were commenting on old posts of his wow. and just like harassing him. Yikes. I mean, he did not look good in this. This whole scene was so dramatic though. I was like, oh my God. It was so dramatic. It's another one for the Emmy committee. Committee? <laughs> Guys, Comidity. I've had half of this Cosmo. Hey, well, you know, you did <laughs> refill it once, so. Well, I mean, I just topped it off. That was a top off, not a refill. Okay. <laughs> Sure. So 1994, we got a date little stamp. Uh, but we don't need the date stamp because we got the wigs. That's true. We we know. We know it's very much. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like someone during that 1994 era. I can only come up with Tony Braxton, but I feel like she was a little sure. bit sooner. Kurt, yeah. Kurt Cobain. Uh, not Kurt Cobain. <laughs> they didn't uh. have Kurt Cobain wigs, Drew. But <laughs> no. No, that no, would no, have no. been amazing. Automatic poured up if they had Kurt Cobain wigs in 1994. <laughs> just, just non-contextual. Right. Just the one white bus driver had a Kurt Cobain wig. There you go. That's how we work it in. So the three remaining Clark sisters are in the studio. It's not going well. Um, yeah. You know, they just can't like hit their groove right or something. But they still, once again, sound like beautiful baby angels from heaven. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Maddie Moss is like not really involved in the recording. She's like at home. She's kind of like become like a hermit or something. Like she doesn't leave the house. She like isn't taking care of herself. Mm-hmm. And Jackie, the nurse, comes over and she's like, What's wrong with your foot? And her foot has like a cut on it or something. It's like infected or. And at this point, she's old too. I feel like we need to clarify that too. Oh my God. Okay. Well, this really caught me off guard. So she goes to the hospital with her foot injury. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you need to take care of yourself, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I'm going to be fine. Like, I got God on my side. I'm doing great. Uh, <laughs> you know? And she's she's like, Do- sing for the doctor. Show them how good at- you are at singing. And they- oh, yeah. This was cry number four. Oh, yeah. Well, especially because. 
what happens. She like makes them sing and the doctor's like, wow, that was really good. I got to go like, uh, like do like a triple <laughs> bypass. But good singing though. Good job. Hey, good job, guys. Uh, Just acapella a- in the, at the hospital super bed. Aw- mm-hmm. Super awkward. But okay, that was good though. But then Dr. Maddie dies. Yeah. Like suddenly. She just died. But I think it was like, they make it seem like she didn't just have like a cut on. I think it was like, like maybe it was a gout or maybe it was like she was already unwell. And then like, I think like when you're already unwell and something gets infected, you know, just has sepsis. Mm -hmm. Some sort of it was it it wasn't just like. But again, we're we're in the the lightning speed lifetime movie. Yeah, it goes so so fast. Yeah. So like we don't see her 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 ailing before. Yeah. Like we don't know that she has gout or whatever she has. Totally died. Yeah. So we get a funeral. Should have been a mini series. Yes, should have. We uh, get a funeral montage. Greatest uh, funeral of all TV. (laughs) With like happier memories from the movie we just saw Mm -hmm. and funeral and then denise shows up and she's like i'm gonna speak on behalf of my mom and Mm -hmm. what's she drunk here children oh seven children seven children all of them like in their best suits they're adorable and she's like me Mm -hmm. and my seven children are here today and i am totally Mm -hmm. sober (laughs) i am not drunk (laughs) (laughs) i I mean i really feel like she might have been a a little drunk yeah, why not? I mean, you have seven children. She did right. some would, of that leftover Grammy's Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, totally. Uh, but she basically mm-hmm. starts like going off. She's like, uh, she was my mother too, and my sisters don't don't mm-hmm. talk to me, and da da da. And all the sisters like run up and they pull her off. They're like, what are you doing? This is a funeral. Like, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. What are you doing? I don't know what are you doing. Um, but they, you're ruining the funeral. They get in a huge fight <laughs> outside because the sisters, like, they're like, hey, Denise, why don't you go ride in that dumpster over there? We're going to take this limo. And you just. Yeah. Why don't you go ride in a dumpster? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they have a huge fight. And Denise, like, you guys don't have my back. And even Twinkie's kind of like, guys, like, just let her ride really? in the limo. Like, relax. Yeah. But no, they they are not having it. And I mm-hmm. I think that's the last we see of Denise, right? I think so. So until yeah. Yeah. So then Twinkie has a nervous breakdown because her mom died. Uh she's right getting, after that big old fight. Yeah. Right. And they got in a fight and like the husband took him away. But now yeah. she's getting a divorce from the husband and they have Thank like a God. baby together. Yeah. So she gets admitted Dang. to like the psych ward of a hospital and mm-hmm. Dorinda. Oh, this was weird too. Again, the movie's like trying to wrap up here, Drew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh Denise has the freak out at the funeral and she's out of the family. Mm-hmm. Twinkie has a nervous breakdown. Dorinda goes on a bridge and she's having like a George Bailey moment and she's like gonna jump yeah. off the bridge. It's a wonderful lifestyle. But then like God stops her. Yeah. Not Clarence. This is cry number. This was like cry number five. Wasn't Clarence. And it's like, and here's the thing. This could have been, and maybe lots of people thought it was cheesy AF, that it's like, you see her drive up to the bridge, and then it's like overdubbed, like her thoughts are like scripture. And like, it's basically like, but I'm telling you, (laughs) it was so well acted that it was like, I bought into it a thousand percent and I sobbed. I sobbed. Yeah. I mean, like, all right. I also drink 
maybe a whole bottle hey, of Prosecco. That's so good. It was Easter. It, I did Easter it's an Sunday. Easter. It's an Easter time. So, He's risen and so did my Prosecco. Exactly. So, like, <laughs> the, the things we're explaining, Drew, in the movie, normally in a Lifetime movie would be done very poorly where you'd be like, what the fuck is going on? But this mm-hmm. movie somehow gets away with it. It was so well it. executed. Yeah. I don't know why. Okay. I don't know why. So, uh... I mean, probably sounds like it's just the acting. Like you can get away with anything in a movie. If yeah, the it was well acted and well produced. Oh, we're frozen again. Okay, there we're we go. Back. It's well acted and well produced. Right. That's what it was. And like, I mean, that's you can get away with it. And I think a lot of it was better written. <laughs> like that's the thing is like most of it was better written than your average Lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. And, but then it did still have those little baby moments of that Lifetime camp that like you want. And her right. craving. Because we still are going through the sisters. They're all having their tra- traumatic things. Yeah. Uh, Karen gets gastric bypass and it goes wrong and she ends up in a coma. Yeah. And this is also like, I'm looking at the timestamp of my DVR. I'm like, this is happening now. Like, what? Yeah. Like, we have five yeah, minutes what? left to wrap this up. And also they like, they <laughs> and they only have a second. So like, all you see is Karen and her husband and him being like, I think you're beautiful. You don't have to do anything. And her being like, yeah, but this is for me. And then cut to her in a hospital bed. And then a scene later, cut to her waking up and being like, it was fine. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So right. everyone had their their, tri- their trials and tribulations. And now they're yeah. back. They're better than ever. But her almost dying from her, yeah, from the gastric bypass, had them all praying for her and them all kind of back together. Right. Except for Denise. Because... Denise yeah, is Denise. never seen again. No. <laughs> so we're in 2008. Karen writes a new song and she's like, Twinkie, Jackie, Dorinda, and not Denise. Let's get back <laughs> together and record an album. Uh, so they all agree to go on tour as the Clark sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, she prays for like her, to her mom to like help her like remember everything, mm-hmm. which is really nice. And she like remembers like the encouraging words her mom would say before she yeah, would Yeah, because her mom was a good person. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Uh, and they sing Blessed and Highly Favored, my favorite song, yeah. um, in full. Yeah. And it cuts like halfway through to the three sisters. I don't know who they were. Probably Twinkie, Karen, and Dorinda. Probably. 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 Mm-hmm. If sure. I had to guess. Definitely not Denise. Yeah, I think it cut to like a BT Awards performance or something. Or Right. And then they're singing and we get like a little update on what each sister's doing, which mm-hmm. is basically they're doing churchy things. Yeah. And singing. Yeah. And that was the most Great. depressing part of this movie is like through their whole ride to like fame, they like the one was still a nurse the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and even at the end was like, and she's still a nurse. Like they all still needed day jobs, even though they were so highly successful. Mm hmm. Well, if only shouldn't sell those shouldn't have sold for, the cattle for a yeah. Lincoln. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's some other, I think just there isn't as much money in gospel music, but it was wild. A wild yeah. ride. It was. Uh, and this was a longer than normal Lifetime movie. This was about an hour and a half or two, and yet two hours not, and a half. Sorry. Was not long enough to get all the information no. <laughs> that we needed. It should have been a miniseries. I mean, it sounds like they did it. Right. Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Okay. So. Just be like, get it all in there. Right. 
on the podcast. Yeah. We either pour it up or put a cork in it. We'll start with Kathleen. What are you going to do to this movie? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to pour out 10,000 bottles of rosé, and then yeah. I'm going to bless them and turn them into the blood of Christ. No, I'm going to go to hell for that joke. <laughs> oh, no. No, the, the, the point is, <laughs> this is the best Lifetime movie I've ever seen. It made me question myself as a singer. I was like, should I just quit because I can't sing half as good as any of these women? Or what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Okay, Drew, how about you? Uh, I mean, I'm going to pour it up. It sounds like it was it was a, f- a little f- a fun fun jam. I've and like it sounds like it was a above and beyond the uh, normal lifetime stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean that's I don't I I don't know about gospel music at all, and I myself am a uh, don't know God person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is not in but your I'm wheelhouse. Still it not up. in your wheelhouse. Uh, I am also going to pour it up because um, for a biopic, this was like one of Lifetime's best biopics. I'd say like Karen Carpenter, almost as good. Oh yeah, as Karen Carpenter because that's the best. That's the best biopic Lifetime movie. If you're wondering. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this was pretty good. I was like very invested in the story, like, and I wanted to know all the characters and like what was going on. And then, like, there were so many twists and turns where I was like, what the hell? Uh, these yeah. people have had wild lives. So, yeah. Yes. I think I'm an advocating for a mini series. We need to, like, expand upon this and make it more. Yeah. I need to know more. I want a Denise spinoff. I want, yeah. you know, like. I want a sitcom with Denise and her seven kids. Yes. Oh, my God. Do I want that? I mean, it sounds like Denise's story would just be, like, porn. There'd just be a lot of porno <laughs> right? happening. Hey, whatever works. Whatever works. Okay. Um, I was going to do a Candace, but I'm not going to because my back hurts and I need to go get a white claw. Uh, so we're going to end this episode. Uh, anything you'd like to plug in the pluggy time, Kathleen? Oh, sure. Just my Instagram is Kathleen Sing Stuff and my YouTube channel is also Kathleen Sing Stuff. Um, I'm making some dumb stuff on there. Wonderful. Great. It's, I think everyone should make dumb stuff. Yes. Yeah. I right have now. a bag of wigs ready to create some more things. I can't wait. <laughs> not as good. Not as good as the wigs in this movie. Not nearly. <laughs> Drew, how about you? Uh, you can find me at on Instagram at Drew, but with pants. And also uh, go to Spotify and follow my band, The Limbos. Wonderful. Thank you. Rock your socks off. Yes, rock those socks. Uh, thank you both for being here, and thank you, listeners, for checking back in with Lightroom and Court to be watching this movie so you don't have to. But if you do, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow me at Patrick Miguel or the podcast at Lightroom and Court. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Bye bye now. I'm a wedding day. Catch the bouquet. Candace hates the games. Candace Camera Beret. Drinking rose. Eating creme brulee. Can't share with me. Get a scammer